HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. We talk about food, we talk about music, with musical dudes, finger on the pulse, snacky tunes.
Welcome to Snacky Tunes. That was just uh, new Isis off the unreleased album from Mountain it's Animation. Released. It's released? Yeah. Oh. Yep. Never mind. Totally released and available by Mountain Animation here. Uh, and they'll be playing live in Snacky Tunes. Powerful jam to start the show. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Uh, I'm Darren Bresnitz. I'm one half of your uh, host. Uh, Greg is still out west. I want to welcome... Back to the show, Carter Adams, special guest host. Good to be here. Love the pizza. How you doing, buddy? I'm great. Pizza's coming in. Did we get the beer that you wanted? Uh, it's yeah, it's lovely beer. Awesome. Uh, we, I'm, I'm actually more excited about some of the lovely wines that we have. Yes, uh, Jack on on break. Can we get a corkscrew? Yeah, he's laughing. Uh, we have Marianne from Sud de France Festival. Welcome back. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. That's good night, though. Uh, it's a good evening, you good. know, like it's definitely it's aperitif time right now. So yeah. I guess uh, it's more appropriate than bonjour. Bon okay. après-midi. Uh-huh. Bon après-midi. Voilà, aussi. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this, this is why Carter's here. We'll do this I, in English. We'll do this in English. Um, <laughs> how have you been? I haven't, I haven't seen you for a little bit. Yes, uh, super busy organizing uh, the Sud de France Festival that's coming up really soon in something like six weeks. Uh, and that's going to be three weeks of uninterrupted festivities throughout the city. It's really impressive. It's really impressive. We're, we're going to get into the lineup. But uh, for those who have not listened to your previous episode, can you give a little history of the Sud de France Festival and the wines that you represent? Yes, Absolutely. We organize, uh, that's the sixth festival we organize in New York. Uh, we began in 2009, and uh, we are trying to bring uh, together the food, the wines, and the culture of the region. Uh, it's a very comprehensive, uh, very comprehensive festival. We do all sorts of, uh, of events to educate people about the wines from the Languedoc-Roussillon and this beautiful southern French region. Um, for those who've never been to that region... Describe the beauty of it. It's uh, very Mediterranean. I always feel actually more more Mediterranean than I feel French. Uh, You personally? Yeah, actually, yeah. I mean, Mediterranean comes first, then French, then European. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So it's, you know, it's like a sunbathe and uh, it's by the the sea. Uh, There's a lot of culture there. The the wine has been made there for 2,000 years. So, you know, it is uh, quite a tradition in the region. And the lifestyle is uh, laid back uh, and beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's between, so it is located between the border with Spain and part of Provence is, uh, is in our area too, to give you, to maybe to give a little bit more info. Now, does that affect the way that the wine is made at all in any style since it's a little bit more Mediterranean than just straight French? Um, it's very much French, you know, the techniques, I mean, the techniques are French and, uh, again, wine, wine has been made for 2000 years there, but we share a lot with Spain, for example, there are varieties that grow in Spain, like, uh, yeah. Garnacha, which is called Grenache yeah. in French. Uh, so that's definitely, you know, like a, we share a lot with the region of Penedès, for example, those Catalan wines mm. resemble very much the wines. Of yeah, the, I've then. always found there's been a lot more similarity between the Languedoc-Lucien and then some of the wines of Spain than there is between like the Languedoc-Lucien and then like your Loire Valley Reds or, or Burgundy. Absolutely. It's very Mediterranean. Sunkist. Sunkist. Yeah. And what are some of the more famous wines that have come out of the region? 
so very famous brands would be uh, Mazda de Mazda Sac, for example. Uh, but um, but it's more the appellation that are like, bringing uh, the region to the, the knowledge of uh, the general public. And appellations like Pic Saint-Loup or appellations like Pic Poule de Pinay, those are uh, beginning to uh, to make a name for themselves and yeah, be organized by... But what people don't really recognize is, is it, isn't it that Languedoc-Roussillon is the largest winemaking region in France, if not in Europe? It is. 30% of the French wine is produced in the Languedoc-Roussillon region. Yeah, That's and people, people wouldn't realize that. When you think of French wine, you think of champagne or whatever, but, you know, more and more, you're, um, you're seeing more, more wines from the Languedoc-Roussillon. Indeed. And, but, you know, one of the things that people might say, at least me as a wine drinker, is that Languedoc-Roussillon, the wines aren't necessarily as accessible. Um, they're very heavy. They're sun-kissed. And, but you see all these, these great new growers, you know, like people like Benjamin Taillandier and, and everybody else who's coming. I was at, I was at Millicene Bio. Um, ah, yes. Which is one of the, ah. like, maybe one of the big, it's like mm -hmm. the south by southwest of, of wine. <laughs> in you, Montpellier. In Montpellier. It's, it's amazing. Like, you just go and there's so many producers. And Indeed. there's, uh, you know, I had to say that after a while, just, you know, like, some of the, the, the wines are amazing. They're all, they're all you know, uh, organic. Um, you have very small producers. You have good-sized producers. Um, sometimes at the end of the day, you were like, oh, wow. Like, I've just, like... You know, it's it's pretty intense. Yeah, you're you're, you're doing a lot of drinking, a lot of spitting. <laughs> There's a lot of really amazing wines. Now, what's the percentage of it? Is it it's it's not the like the ten or eleven percent of like the more. Yeah, it's about like about twenty five percent, and it's growing actually. The no, 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 no. The of, percentage of alcohol. Oh, they're oh, high the, alcohol wines. It yeah. depends. It depends because there are some appellation like uh, Limou uh, that have wines that are uh, that are made in regions that are on plateau at four hundred meters of altitude, and those are really crisp and high in acidity. Mm. Uh, they are so the Crémant de Limou, for example, right. a sparkling wine is made there from uh, from uh, Chardonnay, Mosaic grapes. And uh, and uh, those wines are really really crisp. Also, they are changing, you know, a little bit their techniques, and they're making uh, the wines less, you know, like uh, less high. Yeah, the, yeah. I, I so, had some really amazing wines that were a lot. Yeah, uh, these these natural producers who are working without exactly. sulfur or any sort of yeah. fertilization, who are you know realizing that. I mean, it's kind of a, almost a climate change thing too. You know, with the temperatures getting higher, you get these grapes and the wines that just have so much more alcohol and you're like well this is not what people want as much you know you want wine that you can enjoy and not get super yes, happy yes, on yes. and you know have exactly. good food and uh, this Minerva that I'm holding in my hand the Le Régal du Loup so uh, Minerva appellation imported by Geneva and Francois for example is, is, a, is a Syrah based red but uh, the alcohol is not that high mm. because, uh, because again, you know, like it's grown in altitude. So yeah. it's also about like choosing the, the parcels with the microclimates. And uh, yeah, so, uh, so yeah, getting there, getting there. So and what is the relationship between the region and New York City? So we opened a, we opened this office uh, in 2009. Mm -hmm. um, time flies. Wow. And, uh, yes. And Five we, years? Uh, yes, yes, wow. more than five years actually, and um, and uh, we've been working uh, with 
a lot of the food and wine people in the city and also throughout the States to make the Languedoc-Roussy origin more well-known. And the festival is actually uh, the perfect occasion for us to, uh, to bring that to the general audience. And we work with a lot of... I'm going to start name-dropping. But no, no, you're going to start name-dropping? <laughs> yeah, can I? Okay, watch your feet, people. <laughs> So we we work with with the best chefs in the city mm-hmm. in in during the festival, for example, uh, Ignacio Matos from Estella, Paul Libran from the Elm, Jim, Jeremy Stone and Fabian Van Osk from uh, Contra, Max and Eli Sussman uh, at the Cleveland. Uh, we we will work with Camille Becerra from uh, Navy. Laurent Calcotour from Atrium in Dumbo. Mm-hmm. I'm wow. familiar with this, wow. uh, this restaurant. Uh, so it's a, yeah, it's a lot of uh, excitement. And, uh, and um, those are the people we, we, we want to be close to because they spread the, they spread the word. And we're you know, still up and coming in people imaginary. And uh, that's a good place to be working with those fantastic chefs. It's amazing. Well, we're going to take a quick musical break and then we're going to talk about uh, what you're going to be doing with them and some of the downright incredible programming you have.
Oh, man. It's been a long time since I got caught with a mouthful of pizza. <laughs> Come on, man. That's not pretty to see. Am- amateur, <laughs> amateur hour. Amateur hour. Well, there's all this wine and all this pizza. The wine is great. The wine is great. So, Marilyn, what are we drinking? What's, what's the... So it's um, Chateau Lancire. It's a rosé from, uh, from the Pic Saint-Louis. And uh, it's really good, really affordable. Yeah. It's a blend of uh, Syrah, Grenache, and Sinso. So a very, uh, you know, like a Rhone blend. Uh, it's definitely, and, uh, it's like summer. Oh, man. It's so good. You're like, you're like, today is one of the first days. You're like, oh, I want some yeah. rosé. Yeah. I want yeah. some pizza. Like, I see Jack pouring some up. So nice. Yeah, there yeah. he is. <laughs> Um, so let's talk about the launch, the opening party. So it's a, it's a three week festival, June 9th through June 30th, um, and I will 100% be at this opening night. Yeah, yes. it looks amazing. Um, Queen of the Hearts, Pier 78. Just t- just tell people what it is. So um, I like to uh, call it the floating cassoulette party. <laughs> for, for people who don't know what cassoulette is, what is? So uh, cassoulette it's, is... It's the best of France. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a dish made of uh, uh, tarbe, beans, uh, sausage, uh, duck confit, but there are dif- different recipes. And, um, and uh, some of the, the key cities for cassoulet are Carcassonne and Castelnaudary. In Languedoc Roussillon. So we asked uh, Paul Librant from the Elm to make uh, his interpretation of the cassoulet dish. The, the recipe hasn't been released yet, but we're very excited. So that cassoulet will be served to the 450 guests that are going to come and party with us on oh this paddle boat, the Queen of Hearts, that's going to sail uh, around Manhattan in the East River and, uh, and the Hudson River. And, um, and uh, on the music side, we'll have the fabulous Slavic Sal party, those Balkan, this balkanic group that really throw it down. Yeah. And that's going to be followed by a DJ set by Nancy Wang. Love Nancy. Fantastic. Yeah. So we are, we're really excited. That's going to be like a. It's yeah, going to be really fun. Both party. It, you have to be there. Oh, well, don't worry. Well, I will worry. absolutely <laughs> be there. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually going to take the next day off from work. <laughs> okay. I'm planning on Is it. Is it a school night? safe. <laughs> Is it a, it's a school night? It's a Monday night. Oh, yeah. Uh, I might take. You know what the next night is? It's uh, our barbecue blowout with Bunker. Oh, then I might, okay, then I'm just going to go through Wednesday. Oh, fantastic. Wednesday off, and I'll go to work <laughs> on Thursday. Summer food hangs. Always a good time. It's, um, the, it's totally. the best part of New York. It's the best part. So you were working with some of the favorite chefs, uh, and it's funny. We're actually doing our first barbecue blowout uh, in May with the Stella, and you're leading also with the Stella as well. Yes, yes. Um, Ignacio is just so awesome. He's fantastic, and uh, he's, he's, uh, he's cooking um, hors les murs, so not in the restaurant, at one of the events that we're organizing, the soft opening party of the festival on June 8th. The, that's going to be on the water table, another boat, but a small one, 40 seats. Uh, we're going to take the aperitif um, with a cocktail prepared is that, the, is that the new boat that's out of Greenpoint? Like yes. The restored older boat? I've seen it. Absolutely. It looks absolutely it's beautiful. gorgeous. So nice. It's absolutely gorgeous. There is the restaurant room, uh, so to say. Yeah. And then uh, you can open the window. So you're like wow. you're eating in front of you know the Manhattan skyline. Wow. And there is the upper deck. On the upper deck, we'll have the Avalon Jazz Band play and sing. Wow. And we'll have uh, this amazing cocktail uh, that's muscat and blanket based prepared by Michael Klein who's, uh, who's the mixologist at uh, Estella and then this uh, three course uh, meal that uh, Ignacio has invented because all those recipes that the, the chef are going to cook at 
the numerous events that we're organizing are exclusive. Right. They are, their interpretation of the Languedoc-Roussillon traditional dishes, and they've never been on the menu of any of those restaurants. Now, if you're just like somebody who's listening today, how do you... Can you can you go to these things? Are there tickets for sale? Absolutely. Or how, so how do you get those? All the all the uh, tickets uh, will be on sale on May first. Uh, you just have to go to our website sudefrancefestival.com and uh, you'll be taken to the ticket leap, uh, platform and you can purchase those tickets. There, um, the the dinners are really a great bargain. I yeah, think they're amazing. Because the the dinner range from you know it's like uh, from ninety dollars to one hundred and twenty five, well, but that includes 65. actually they didn't get their like a license. So we have to we oh, had really? to like uh, yeah cancel the bu the bunker event. Oh Unfortunately, no. yeah, it's been replaced by Navy. We're happy to work that with them. That place looks amazing. That as place well. looks amazing. Oh, I've walked by a few times. I've not gone in, but that looks like that looks like France. Yes. You look in there, you're like, this is France. And uh, we chose it because uh, because she's uh, she's cooking with fishes and we're really we really want to uh, to put the Mediterranean up front this year we want to remind people that we're Mediterranean we live by the sea we do a lot of fish so um, honestly so if you bought tickets to all these events it would also be a tour of all the new hotspots in New York and Brooklyn of where to eat Exactly. And, and for cheaper. And for cheaper. And for cheaper. So I, I didn't mention uh, Shane Rambold uh, cooking himself for us at uh, Renard at the White Hotel. Uh, but so this dinner will be $110 and it's one amuse-bouche, uh, three dishes, all the pairings, the tip and the tax and the concert. And we're doing this in the patio of uh, the White Hotel. So we'll have this communal table, 50 guests, and, uh, and that's going to be beautiful. That's oh my be gosh! Absolutely, that's, yeah, that's beautiful. that's an incredible. Let's talk deal. about dinner at the Cleveland with two of my favorite brothers, the Sussman brothers. Yes. Uh, shout out to Max and Eli, both respectively killing it at the Cleveland and then at Mile End Brooklyn. Um, what are they going to be doing for you? So they rarely uh, cook together in public. So yeah. already this is an event, yeah. and uh, and they are uh, they are going to uh, to cook uh, to cook dishes from the Languedoc Roussillon region. Let me. Yeah, take my chit chit. Uh, where the Cleveland I is so good. It's it, so it's good. Like I've I've been once. I'll probably actually go tonight after my showing at Guy Fieri's. Guy Fieri's. But we're gonna go to Cleveland. Apparently, it's a it's an extremely popular Sunday night wine hangout now. Oh, um, yeah. A lot of the importers and chefs and everybody go. And I've been. Um, the wine list is amazing, affordable, amazing. so good. It's so good. And, and they have this amazing patio. So beautiful. Yeah. Ivy covered patio. It's going to be like the best uh, hangout place for, very for the summer. Yeah, very good. So, so uh, the Sussman brothers are uh, are cooking, uh, are offering saucisson sec, olive, and roquefort tart with uh, chimichurri as an amuse bouche for our dinner. Wow. Spring beans with anchovy vinaigrette and purple potatoes. Octopus with apricots and blood sausage and peaches and cream puff. That's that, going to be That's so good and that's so awesome delicious. because like just hearing it, that's such a wonderful combination of everything that's Brooklyn and everything that's France. Like, I mean, they've, it's not just straight France like that. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, like yeah. their influence. That sounds amazing. That's totally their influence, you know, paired with the ingredients and the, and the dishes that we prepare back there in Languedoc-Roussillon. And also, uh, Paul Shaked with, uh, with Zev Ravine uh, came up with a wonderful, wonderful uh, wine list. There, there will be uh, there will be um, a blanc de blanc by uh, Jean-Louis Denois Brut, so that's for the sparkling. There will be 
vie de Domaine la Petite Baigneuse, de Clofantine, Cuvée Courtiole, That's a Fogère, and, and more amazing wines. Those wines are amazing. All of them are so I mean, good. this whole thing is just sort of the premier wine and food festival going on in New York. I mean, it's the real deal. I mean, Thank this, you. <laughs> I mean, but this is, if you really want to experience real food and real wine. Yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, I think it's well curated, if I may say so myself. Who, who curated it? <laughs> we worked with uh, Anna Polanski. Never heard of her. Of Never us. heard of her. <laughs> and with all those wonderful people, you know, like uh, Thomas Carter, yeah. uh, who's, you know, like from a Estella. big wine star from Estella. Uh, we worked with, uh, I, I said, you know, Zevravine. They all have, like, they were to say about, you know, the, the yeah, food these, and the pairing. But all people, those are all people who are very just, like, fun to hang out with. Yeah. It's not... That's the thing. Like this, this is not stuffy. No, it's like, not. It's yes. it's four star quality, but the atmosphere is so laid back. You could come, you know, if you wore a t shirt. Like it's cool. Yeah, I like mean, you don't just, have either. You're not gonna have to wear, get a jacket uh, at the yeah. door. Like this is fun. Like it's we're gonna sit at the patio and grand vin, uh, but in a very laid back. It, uh, it's basically ambience. the best dinner party you could ever go to. Yeah, except for there's eight of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to talk about one more thing uh, before before we let you go. Um, the Sud de France annual sommelier competition. Oh yes, which we... is I know it's industry only, but it's it's a pretty high accolade. Yeah, absolutely. We work with the American sommelier uh, on this in partner- partnership, and we have like every year amazing sommelier that participate in the competition. Last year, uh, Victoria James won, and she went to the Languedoc Roussillon region for a week, discovering our wonderful region, and she loved it. And we invite all the people who work in the hospitality industry, not only sommelier, to participate. So there are, you know, like now about like six weeks uh, when people can uh, can review the Languedoc Roussillon and, you know, just like take a chance and uh, and try to uh, to win that trip. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be good. And um, and there is one last thing I'd like to talk about. Yeah. It's uh, we're doing. It's new. It's like a, the new event for for our festival. We're doing a block party. Ooh. We're doing a block party. Tell me more. <laughs> Tell me more about that. So that's going to be on Seventy Fourth Street between Fifth and uh, Madison. Like and actually shutting down the block block party. Yes, absolutely. And uh, and we're going to install a table that's going to be long as the block from Fifth to Madison Avenue. It's going to be a picnic table. Are you serious? Everybody will be able to buy a little portion of this beautiful brandade that Chef Laurent Calcotour from Atrium will cook. And Rouski, this uh, this really cute good cookie from uh, wow. from Languedoc-Roussillon and just like uh, and just uh, you know have lunch between uh, 12 and 5 that's on June 22nd and I there will be, be there concerts also. there will be concerts there will be a lot of uh, other stuff happening I just want to see how they manage to shut down that street oh what? it's about with, permits with <laughs> yeah permits, I can imagine that was that's I mean that's a very big deal that's a big deal yeah that's Congrats. gonna be fun it's gonna yeah. be very that visual, just shows very... how hard you have worked yeah to, to, you know, like the <laughs> level of involvement and complication of this festival, but it sounds like you guys have executed it really well. Actually, there is one more thing. You okay, might be one interested. last thing. One last thing. Okay. The bus tours. We are taking people from Benoit, the Benoit Bistro, the, the bistro from Alain Ducasse, uh, and they eat the cassoulet that uh, Philippe Bertino is preparing. He's the ambassador to the Universal Academy of Cassoulet in New York. <laughs> so so wow. people, people meet there, drink a glass of, uh, of wine also. Then we hope on the 
double decker bus. We go down Fifth Avenue with a brass band, the Lucky Chops brass band, uh, playing on the double decker bus. That's crazy. We make a we make a first stop at Beaumarchais, and then we hop on the bus again. More music. We cross the Manhattan Bridge again. You know, at sunset, beautiful, wow. and we and we land for like you know the last part of the party at Battery Harris on Frost Street in Williamsburg. Wow. Well. Okay, so now I just got to make a wish list of what I can come to. All right. We'll, we'll talk afterwards. <laughs> um, and one last time, what's the website if people want to go and get tickets, and when does everything go on sale? So um, May 1st, tickets will be on sale, and uh, that's suddefrancefestival.com, S-U-D-D-E, France.com. I guess it's going to be on your website. <laughs> it'll be on our website. It'll be, it'll be up everything, and I'm sure... Show promoted. Well, thank you so much. Great. Uh, we're going to do another musical break. Then we have Mountain Animation here live in studio.
Every time, every spring comes around. I love that song. Uh, shout out to uh, Greg and Lucy on the uh, West Coast and Caroline and Lucy's whole family out there. Yeah, everybody's listening. In. Everybody's yeah, listening. Angela's at home listening. We're all shout out. Yeah. Summertime. Get around the radio just like they did back in the day. Uh, I want to welcome to the show Mountain Animation. What's up, guys? How hey, you doing? Hey, thanks for having us. Thank you. And uh, again, my apologies. The album is out. And climbing the charts, as they used to say. I don't know if anyone says climbing the charts anymore. Do uh, you guys want to introduce yourself? I'm Zach. I'm Scott. Um, how did you... Well, I know that my brother came across you guys busking in the subway. That's actually how we met. So, yes, yeah, that's, yeah. How, that's how that's you guys met. And uh, I, th- I thank you guys for uh, following up on the email and coming on the show. Sure, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, how did you two guys meet? We met in the in the subway actually. So what? yeah, all of this is happening. How did the, you two uh, meet though? Oh, in, in the in the subway. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, the L train was broken. Imagine that. So uh, it was broken sorry. today actually. Jeez. I, I, I got say. here. I got here a lot later than I thought I would. Wow, spooky. Broken L train. What are the chances? Um, so the L train was broken. Yeah. So I went to. Uh, I just hit my head on a dead animal. Um, I went to uh, the Delancey Street stop and. Uh, Scott was there playing violin, and I had a banjo, so uh, we quickly accidentally formed a sort of a bluegrass-sounding band and then realized that that's not what we wanted to do at all and, uh, and went back to, you know, loud, progressive, avant-garde rock with banjos and violins. Wow, um, what's, your, what's your background? Are you guys from New York? Or? Uh, I've been here for about 15 years. So. Okay. That counts. Yeah, that that's New York. I, I, I always try. I always try trying like to figure like what's the is it eight years? Is it seven years? And like you just you're a New Yorker at that point. Yeah, or it's every other second you are and aren't. Because, yeah, you're just like you know you almost get like an old New York accent and you're yeah. like I don't understand this. I, I just want to go back. to yeah. wherever I came Sweetener, from, which I don't remember. Yeah, because I don't have enough room in my head. Um, it's crazy because sometimes you know buskers are I don't want to say territorial because I know there's a community, <clears> but for you guys to like, wind up jamming together on the subway is a pretty awesome story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I had never been to that territory, so... Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Scott had been there a couple times, so... Yeah. And you, you After just... a brief fisticuffs with... Yeah. Uh, yeah, you had to friends. square off. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I, like, I like the cut of your jib and the way you swing <laughs> that banjo, sir. Um, and how about you? How long have you been in New York? Oh, four, three years. And where, where are you coming from? Uh, the Midwest, kind of North Dakota and Colorado. Okay, okay. So, so like blank slate, essentially. I was not <laughs> where? a person. Yeah, where? Who knows? Over the, the land of open spaces. Yeah. So then, how did you? So you did want to do bluegrass. You have this new sound, and how did that sort of? Because uh, the music you play is not exactly what I would think would be coming out of the instruments. That you have, oh, thank you. Uh, which is exciting because I always love to see like instruments re- in the sound repurposed into a different genre. How did you guys sort of stumble upon it, or how did it evolve? Oh, that's such a good question. Uh, well, I think we just started buying amps. Yeah. And when we when we got louder and started playing louder shows, we realized it. We didn't want to sound. Wait, like- so you run you run your banjo. Yeah, the violin through amps. And, it, so, oh wow! Yeah, it yeah. sounds like a. And that's not a, that's not a super common thing, is it? Um, no. It, 
Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's, 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 I don't think I've, I, I don't think I've really ever seen a banjo through an yeah, app. Yeah, I've never seen a banjo through an app. And I, I mean, I grew up in North Georgia, so I've seen a lot of banjos and dulcimers and everything like that, but I, I never saw it, like, amplified. To yeah, it's relatively new technology. It's normally, like, little microphones on banjos yeah. and stuff. Awesome. And I tried everything, and they all just uh, sounded, you know, inadequate for a big stage. So. Awesome. Uh, well, you guys want to play a song? You guys want to rip us something? Yeah. Uh, what do you want to play first? Uh, survey Survive. Awesome. Okay, here we go. Uh, Mountain Animation, live on Snacky Tunes.
Oh, man. I've that... seen a number of performances on your show, and I've listened to a lot more, but I don't know if I've seen that energy. No. That's big. That's big on a Sunday afternoon, too. I could, coffee yeah. around the corner. Oh, man. That is... Uh... Dude, that's great. Um, so how does it work? How do you guys write? Yeah. I mean, like, what's the process? Oh, uh, dude, we ha- um, I had some old songs that we uh, sort of amped up, because Scott can, like... Has a way of making your sound. Eight yeah, he times definitely takes really it to that fast. next level. Yeah, <laughs> and then other ones. Uh, yeah, we we play in the subway sometimes and just you know kick out a kick out a jam using the walls and you get to you know kind of write in front of you know a thousand people in an hour like you'll see like get all this inspiration and stuff like that. How much is uh, freestyle jam in the subways and how much is you know you got the new album so you like practicing songs for the next show or is there uh, a mix? Yeah, yeah, There's totally, totally, yeah, the perfect. Perfect mix, right? I mean, you're not. Are you, are you singing much in the subway, though? Yeah, yeah, totally singing. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, how does that? You know, you don't have a. Do you have amps in the subway as well? Oh no, just a louder voice. Just a louder subway. voice. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and it's you know, get the walls down there. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Make yeah. some noise. Um, so let's talk about the new album. Okay. Uh, big old epic bunch of tunes. Sounds awesome. Sounds great. Um, what was the writing process on that? A lot of. Uh, Songs coming from your subway sessions and then just growing, or just going to the studio just with a bunch of fresh ideas and, and put something together. Well, we called it a tesseract flapjack tesseract flashback uh, for several reasons, but one of them was uh, that there's a couple of uh, tunes that I wrote a long time ago. You yeah. know, we just you know took in a new direction or several new directions, and then some songs that it seemed like were kind of like from the future or something. You know, like of of our next sound coming, and then some stuff from from recent times that we've been working on, like tour, yeah, half the time, and you guys tour a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of... yeah. Um, what how, does, t- how does the touring work? Do you guys just book yourselves, or um, yeah, just yeah, kind of get in the just... van and go, or do you? Do you guys even need a van? I mean, it's just the two of you, right? Yeah, we just drive a little two door. Get a, get a, Prius. <laughs> a little smart car across across yeah, America. Totally, pick up as many people as possible and have the clown car effect at the shows. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, what network? Where do you guys play? Like, what are some of the? What's your normal circuit? Normal circuit is like jet out to the Rockies and then go up and down the Rockies and up and down the West Coast and uh, and this year we're gonna finally get to the South. Oh, nice project. And nice. Then, uh, Northeast has always been great. We just keep on meeting more and more wonderful people. But you I, book you book the shows yourselves and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no agent. You just call up your your network of friends and yeah, people that are in the community. Us <laughs> totally. Call me. Yeah, yeah, just just call us and just call you. Call you back. Have, have have car. Have instruments. We'll play. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, when you guys, I don't know, you guys have a vibe where, and a feeling that like you guys will play and can jam with anyone. I feel like there's some magical mystery with you guys where just like, you could be in a town and like a show would just happen. Yeah, we played at a metal bar outside of Chicago on our last tour. Yeah, in the dead of winter. That was amazing. Really? (laughs) What was that? How did that work out? It was great because our our friend uh, said, "Oh, I got this great spot in this uh, little you know winter festival indoors for you, and it's, you know there's not going to be a back line of amps there because it's in between two acoustic acts." And we showed up, and the the one before was definitely one of the hardest bands I've ever seen. Acoustic? Just, oh no, hardcore punk. Oh yeah, they had they oh, had, they had stacks, <laughs> yeah, and big muscles, and they were awesome. Dude, My favorite bands, actually. The Kreutzer Sonata. <laughs> yeah, they're amazing. They're fantastic. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, I mean, and is it just the two of you? Do you guys bring anyone with you on the road? Um, oh, 
we brought uh, the boss on the last one, our friend our friend Jesse. She's our boss. She, Nicknamed the boss? Yeah, because she, she's got the, the iPod. Oh, yeah, yeah. She just kills it. Like, and when you guys on the road, you guys are you guys cooking a lot, or are you guys just, uh, like... It's really fun on this last one, because we took a rice cooker with a little steamer. Oh, yeah. Wow. To it. So just, like, rice on the bottom, tempeh on top, and... Uh, two guys and a rice cooker. Yeah, it's like America. the cheapest tour. I mean, was, but but how does it work? Do you like pull into a gas station? You're like, do you guys have like somewhere where we can plug in and like make oh, our we meal? Would, we would cook or... it at the hotel in the morning, oh. or whatever, oh. and then just keep it in the trunk. Yeah, we did that. The first time we did it was like in the middle of Nebraska, pulled into a gas station where, of course, you know, no matter what you eat, there's probably not food for you. No, 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 no. <laughs> they don't have tempeh. <laughs> no, <laughs> they're not. That's not gonna happen. Pop I'm sorry, sir. What warm. sort of uh, alternate wheat glutens do you have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and they just—I mean, that's those rice cookers are so versatile. I mean, it's a pressure cooker. It's mm-hmm. they're so good. Yeah, they're so good. And then you know, you get just have a bottle of sriracha, maybe some soy sauce. Oh, yes, and, absolutely. Yeah, some some of those amino acids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rice and beans. Yeah, totally done. <laughs> um, you guys want to play another song? Love to. Okay, what we got? What do we have? What do we have? Want to do way too much? Oh, sure. Yeah. All right, way too much by Mountain Animation live here on Snacky Tune. <laughs>
awesome. Thank you. So amazing. Whew. Cool. Heating it up in here. Yeah, that was <laughs> that, that we AC... definitely have to turn on the AC, though. <laughs> uh, it's on. It's not working. Um, so, uh, summer's coming up. Uh, what's, what's on, what's in store? What's on tour? Uh, big old West. Uh, but this time we're going to avoid, uh, Death Valley in the summer and we're going to avoid Chicago in the winter. Uh, We've got it down. We're going to be good birds. It builds character. <laughs> it builds character. Yeah, I, we have enough character in melted instruments. I mean, those, I'll take that heat over Chicago winter. That's Ooh, 130 I, degrees. No way. I will definitely take... Chicago or a New York winter, to be honest. Yeah, oh my God. it's real bad driving through there. That's that sucks, man. I don't I don't like sweating. Yeah, 120 at night. Yeah, it's too <laughs> cool. See you in Chicago. Yeah. Um, so you guys are just gonna hop in the the two door smart car, drive all around, hit the rocks, things like that. Um, and the album. Where can people get the album? Oh, it's uh it's on our band camp. Man, yeah. shout out to Bandcamp. Bandcamp yes. is the best. Seriously, like, talk about a, a game changer of a website. Like, really just cutting it out all that red tape bullshit. Just getting the album and the music out to the people. Yes. Uh, and the fact that they do, like, they do, like, once a week free albums for certain bands is just, it's so awesome as well. Yeah, the whole system's great. The whole system's great. Can I ask, do you guys do merch? Do you guys do t-shirts and things like that? I feel... We're working on the whole package that's coming out with the... Uh... I'm sorry, man. That, that boar's head. <laughs> like, I, I know. Um, but you guys are working on stuff? Yeah, yeah. We have CDs, uh, and we're working on getting some vinyl and tapes and t-shirts. That'll come out middle of the summer. Isn't it crazy to me that the, the tapes are back? Oh, that's oh, so great. Cool. I know. I mean, it's, it's awesome, but uh, they've definitely had... The like revitalization, but I don't have a tape player anymore. Yeah, yeah. Everybody in LA is just buying a tape player for their car, you know. Yeah, yeah I know, but because like I know like all like the limited like edition tapes and things like that, like legit cassette tapes. Mm -hmm. It's like yeah, because you can't have a record player in Los Angeles because you're always in your car. So well, and they definitely don't thing. make record players for cars anymore. Not yet. I mean, Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Um, all right. Cool. My family once had an eight track player in their car. <gasps> Yeah, uh, that'd be really funny. I don't think that technology to record onto eight tracks anymore exists. Damn no, it. I think that's that, that's gone. That's done. That'd be really funny if they were if they were doing uh, eight tracks. Like bands would be like, oh yeah, we got like a new eight track coming out. It's pretty cool. Oh, Laserdisc uh, player for the kids in the back, so you can see. The <laughs> yeah, Laserdisc player for the kids, eight track for the parents. Summer's on fire. Uh, well, so we're gonna fit one more song, but I want to thank all of our special guests. Thank you, Carter. For coming, of course, Marianne. Thank you so much. With pleasure, uh, Elaine. Thank you so much. I know that you were a little late. Just shout out. How are you? Good afternoon. How are you? Good. Everything good with you? Yeah, wine is awesome. Yes. Well, you can thank Marianne for that. Thank you so much for that. We'll have you back on. We'll we'll figure some out some time. Um, and shout out to everybody who's listening. We're back next week with another show. I'm sure it's going to be fine. And it's I I don't want to jinx it, but I feel like summer. Well, the rosé is getting to me a little bit, so I feel like the summer is here. Um, Suda France Festival coming out Mountain Animation uh, On tour Get the album The album's great Awesome uh, I just really want to say thanks to the guys at the Headroom This is our first gig since we released the album They recorded it They did awesome Thanks Kyle and Joe You're the best Yeah, shout out to the producers awesome. Shout out to Heritage Jack, Aaron, everybody Yeah, thank you Thank you, Darren It's always a pleasure to be, oh to be here It's such a fantastic show Oh, you're making oh. me blush No, no my please, cheeks are please. My <laughs> cheeks are a shade of rosé um, And for everybody uh, who wants to 
come out. We're doing our barbecue blowouts again um, in May with Estella and Turing Machine will be DJing. It's a BBQ blowout May 2014.eventbrite.com or just search barbecue blowout. No, I was saying nobody is going to remember that. No one's going to remember that. Um, but come to the blowout. Anyway. Come to the they're, blowout. Oh, they're awesome. God, if we still updated our website, I'd say go there, but we haven't written a post in maybe three years. Uh, anyway, or just hit us at... Um, I don't know. Just hit Heritage Radio Network. We'll get all the info because they're one of the sponsors. Um, thank you so much. Once one last song. What, what do you got for us? We got uh, "Bring Him Home," which is written by my cat Nimbus. Uh, she plays the bass. Uh, she's taking a nap right now. Oh, so she couldn't be uh, with us. Okay, here we go. Live on Snacky Tunes. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you in a week. for listening to this program on heritageradionetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.